0: back to Arthur's Making a Podcast. I'm Arthur. It's been about a month since I posted a podcast episode and I'm sorry for that. Sometimes life does get in the way and also I've been playing lots of video games and reading a lot of comics, uh, watching a lot of shows so that I could make upcoming episodes. I've already... Written two of them, and I have several ideas for further episodes on the way. So, without further ado, let's start. This episode is titled Night in the Woods Playing Your 20s as a Video Game. Footnote There is a a small bit of audio that was redacted from this uh, episode. You'll know it when we get to it. When I was somewhere between 20 and 22 years old, a fellow film student a few years older than me once warned me over the phone about what was coming in my mid-twenties. He paraphrased a quote from Nietzsche. When you gaze long into an abyss, the abyss also gazes into you. He warned me that I'd look in, and despite what I might see, or the voices I might hear, it was all right to stare into the abyss. To take it in, and then step back from the abyss. Don't jump in. When I was 25, I looked into the abyss. Some might call it a quarter-life crisis. I never did have a midlife crisis. If anything, I didn't buy a sports car or get a young girlfriend. After 40, I went back to college to finish that degree I started when I was 18. My 20s were the most difficult time of my life. All the things I thought I'd become and have by my 20s, I didn't. I felt like time was running out to get them. John Lennon sang, Life is what happens while you're busy making plans. Those words hit me pretty hard in my mid-20s. I had student debt that probably wouldn't be paid off until my 40s, and no degree to show for it. The one thing that comforted me was the lifelong friends I'd made while in college, which made financial debt totally worth it. Released on February 21st, 2017, by a developer named Infinite Falls, and finished by me on December 6th, 2022, Night in the Woods is a crowdfunded Kickstarter that takes about 9 to 12 hours to play and tells the story of May, who has dropped out of college and returns to her hometown of Possum Springs where she lives in her parents' attic. Over the course of 12 days in the autumn, my favorite season, May reconnects with childhood friends and investigates the mystery of her childhood friend Casey, who has disappeared. She also finds a severed arm on the street early on. Hints of River's Edge. All the characters live in a world of animal versions of people, like the movie Sing. Unlike Sing, A Night in the Woods deals with mental health, coming to terms with your past while questioning your future, the death of small-town life as we've known it. Every time I started up the game, I got a bit of exhilaration from the opening screen's song and its sharp graphics. It's a distinctive, cartoony world that kind of looks like it's animated with colored paper and cellophane, often with a crisp, starry night background. It's a refreshing contrast to some of the subject matter, but there's also a lot of funny moments in dialogue here. This is a very story-driven, thoughtful game, but it has little details like being able to talk to many of the locals. Many of them have already formed an opinion of you over the years. You can also often choose what dialogue you're going to use in a conversation, and there's not a timer like other games to decide. And every time I opened May's computer to check on any friends' messages, I had to press on the cartoon shark in the lower corner of the screen to make it do a goofy giggle. No, it wasn't quite like that. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> kind of like that. All right. There's also an old school video game you can play on the computer. I just woke up Amber by doing those goofy shark laughs. Sorry, Amber. You can go back to sleep. Everything's all right. I enjoyed making May jump as she walked through Possum Springs. And she can jump on objects like trash cans Tightrope walk along telephone wires to rooftops and scare away squirrels and birds when her feet, paws, land on the sidewalk. Your closest friends, other than the missing cat boy named Casey, seen the missing flyers around town that were put up by his parents. Also include a hyperactive fox named Craig who works in the local convenience store. And a thoughtful bear with a cool pork pie hat named Angus, who works in Possum Springs Video Store. My favorite of May's friends was B, a cigarette-smoking goth crocodile. <laughs> it may have been because of her goth aesthetic, but also it may have been because of the three of her friends. I focus more on B's background because I chose to spend the most time with her, which gives this game replay value because you can't hang out with each of your friends the same amount through one playthrough. So, as in life... Going to have to guiltily spend more time with some of them than others. A once prosperous mining town, you can see by the randomly closed stores and mall that this town has been left behind by history and has more statues and stories from its glory days than hope for its future. A lot like the town I grew up in, Waterbury, aka H.T.O. Berry, aka the dirty water, but most of us just call it the dirty. Waterbury is right in the bottom of the bowl, known as the Naugatuck Valley, affectionately known as the Greater Dirty. Waterbury had once been the brass capital of the world. It's where Timex made its watches, and if you have an old Mickey Mouse watch, it will say Waterbury on it. A town also called Sin City, where F. Scott Fitzgerald and other socialites from New York City would come to drink and make merry, up until maybe 75 to 100 years ago. I worked a stint in that bar, by the way. James Thurber's short story, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, is set in Waterbury, which was adapted into a wonderful but very different film starring Danny Kaye in 1947 and a worse but different and beautifully filmed version starring Ben Stiller in 2013. Waterbury is the last stop on the train track. You can sometimes catch its name on the Saturday Night Live stage with the Grand Central Destinations listed on it. We have lots of statues around downtown Waterbury. My favorite being Ben Franklin, sitting in front of the town's library, followed by the fountain with a statue of a horse on it. There's an old wives' tale that if you drink from that water fountain, you'll always return to Waterbury. I have found photos of townies washing their hair or their entire bodies in that fountain. You can find them if you look on the interwebs. We also have, or had, Holy Land USA. It's been shut down since maybe the 70s. We still have a giant glowing cross on the hill that was part of Holy Land USA that you can see from the highway while you're driving between New York City and Boston. Occasionally, it's lit in Mace Windu lightsaber purple. Holy Land USA is a no trespassing area. But I'm audio redacted. Audio redacted. Audio redacted. Most people have seen it and drove by it, but most haven't stopped, which is probably for the best for them. In Night in the Woods, you can find a group of younger-than-May kids hanging out on a cliffside behind the Possum Springs Church and have a little conversation with them. They're probably not supposed to be hanging out back there, but May's been known to go places she's not supposed to either. These little moments reminded me of the end of St. Elmo's Fire, when the Brat Pack look into the same named bar and see the younger versions of themselves having fun through the window, that keep walking by. Ah, rites of passage. Sometimes the problem is knowing when to move on. Unless you can make a career out of it, like Charles Bukowski. That reminds me of another quote I used to think about in my 20s. When I became a man, I put away childish things. Bet you didn't think I was going to be quoting Ecclesiastes anytime soon. One more quote while I'm remembering quotes from my childhood. This one was said by Tom Baker as the fourth doctor, my doctor, and I have it on an autographed photo of him. There's no point in being grown up if you can't be childish sometimes. It's on a photo of Tom in his garden, looking down at one of his kittens he's holding, wrapped up and sticking out of the front of his coat. Pizza is represented in this game, which adds an extra star to any game for me. Pizza and cats and video games. Between Waterbury and New Haven, we do have some of the best pizza in the world. People travel from all over the world to try pizza on Worcester Street in New Haven. And Frank Sinatra used to have his driver pick up a pizza from Worcester Street when he was in town. Stop grumbling, New Yorkers. NYC is way up there, too. So if you ever visit Waterbury, New Haven, and NYC. You've hit the pizza trifecta. I have such a nostalgia for a Waterbury that I may never leave the greater dirty, despite all its glaring faults. That might even be an allure for me and my sarcastic nature. And that's what Night in the Woods evokes. Nostalgia, glaring faults, reflection, and sarcasm. And the friends we find along the way. Insert Stand By Me reference or a Hobbit meme here. The one thing I dreaded in Night in the Woods, above all the angst and self-reflection and childhood trauma presented, was band practice. You and your friends have a band, and you can take time in your attic bedroom to practice on your guitar alone before band practice. It's presented in Guitar Hero style, and the original lyrics and images fly by as you play, but it was blisteringly difficult to keep up for me. Luckily, you only have band practice three times in the game, and you don't have to succeed at it to move on. But I really felt like I was letting B, Angus, and Greg down. And that's the main reason why I usually don't play online team games with real people. But I did appreciate the level of time management involved in the game. You could choose to sit up in your room and practice, or go out and interact with others. I got the feeling that I was deciding how important band practice was to me, against how important time spent with others or feeding baby rats was this game can get meta at times let's just say that i sacrificed time spent practicing guitar so i could spend more time with may's friends and more time with all of you and myself allegedly in the end i have no guilt about the time spent playing this game a night in the woods is highly recommended (laughs) one two a one two three four okay let's do this